Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 123 of the Book of Acts. I'm going to title today, The Goddess Has No Clothes. I'm kind of going along the story of the king has no clothes. This is about the goddess Artemis, goddess I spell with a small g, a female goddess from the Greeks, kind of correlates with Diana from the Romans. But as far as I know, not a single person worships Artemis today. Not a single person yields to her or follows her or sends tributes to her or organizes their life around her or sacrifices to her or prays to her or asks for the help of this person. No one really truly believes in Artemis. No one invests their money in objects of worship. No one holds to her creation story. Uh, no one gathers with others others who believe in her. No one builds massive buildings for her. And no one organizes their festivals and their holidays and their calendar and their travel around her. And there is no financial industry surrounding the goddess Artemis. So here's the thing. Either she is all of those things or she is not any of them. Either she exists or she doesn't exist, and she really wasn't born in Ephesus, and the temple really is for naught. So we really only have two choices about this so-called goddess. We should, every person in the world should agree with the Ephesians and say that this goddess is the cat's meow, and we should all worship her. Or we should all say this is a bunch of balooey, and it's not true, and we should worship the one true God. Now, you have to understand that no one follows Artemis today, but at the time when Paul was in Ephesus, everybody followed the goddess uh, Artemis, or almost everybody. In fact, so much so that in 323 BC, Alexander the Great, just before he died, offers to rebuild a temple. So they had had two temples before this to the goddess uh, Artemis in Ephesus. Uh, and both had been destroyed, one by a flood and one by something else that I don't know, don't know of. And, and Alexander offered, said, I will build you a temple. I will finance the temple. And the people of Ephesus said, no, we don't want you to build a temple. We Then it wouldn't be our temple. It wouldn't be our, our goddess. The people of Ephesus said, no, we want to build a temple. And so it was almost like a more democratic, proletariat, you know, uh, brought up by by everybody rather than uh, a temple imposed from above. All right, so in that context, a couple of men come to town and stay for two and a half years and preach and persuade, is the word that's going to be used here in the scripture when I read it here for you, and they persuade people that Artemis is a bunch of bunk. So let me, listen, let me uh, tell the story. This is from Acts chapter 19, verse 23. About that time, there arose no little disturbance concerning the way, which is what Christians were called at the time. For a man named Demetrius, and he's a, a, a silversmith who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades and said, Men, you know from this business we have our wealth. And you see and hear that not only in Ephesus... But in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that, and here it is, 
God's made with hands are not God's. I'll say it again. God's made with hands are not God's. And then he talks about the moral hazard here, verse 27. And there is a danger that not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may be disposed from her deposed, excuse me, from her magnificence, she whom all Asia and the world worship. So let me stop there and enter Demetrius, a craftsman, a silversmith. Now, Paul Revere was a craftsman and a silversmith, and his work outlived him. And I imagine Demetrius did similar work. And one thing I like about him is that. The second thing I like about him is he he has this like guild of craftsmen. It's like, oh, you're a woodworker, you're a metal worker, you build the foundation, I put the silver on top of it. And so he gathers these guys together. He does note that... Uh, that we have our wealth from this. Now, either this is wealth from true worship of Artemis, which results in our wealth, or it is false worship of Artemis, but either way, it results in in money. And this creates a moral hazard hazard for them, and that is they have they, these guys are economic actors in this, and they have business interests which may or may not align with the truth. And that is they have an economic incentive to propagate untruth if they really do believe it's untruth. But I actually think these guys actually are true believers. And th- and so enter Paul for two years uh, in the synagogue first and then um, uh, at uh, the house of Tyrannus, the temple of Tyrannus, that he persuades people that any God made with hands is not a God. And and he turns people to a God who says, hey, don't make images of me. But these guys are saying, but wait, I make those image, and I make my image from that. And if people are turned away, and if what Paul is saying is true, that gods with, that are made with hands are not a gods, we're at uh, a, a risk here that I'm going to lose my uh, economy, and also that our, our you know, the God that we worship is going to fall into dis, in disrepute. So remember that this temple is actually one of the, the seven wonders of the world. This is a very powerful thing. This, For a lot of people, the, the temple of Artemis was the most spectacular thing they ever saw in their whole lives. So that's how big of a deal this is. All right, so let me make some applications here. Don't, or let's do be careful what you worship. Worship what is true and steer away from things that are not true. Be persuaded to the truth. And here's the thing I was thinking about. is we look back at this Artemis temple and we say, oh, that's a bunch of baluey, you know, those, those pagan people, they worshiped the wrong thing. And at a certain point, every knee is going to bow to the Lord. And every single person and every single spirit of any kind is going to agree that Jesus is Lord. So how about agreeing now, worship now? Artemis has no clothes on. She is found to be uh, false. The seven wonders of the world is now a single column reconstructed with mismatched pieces in Ephesus today, and our God is true and arrayed in splendor. So let's worship the true God. Thanks for listening.